welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this, your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care and your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for bi-weekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathylvan.com forward slash empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 84 of the Caregiver Cup podcast. It's Kathy here. I think you're going to like this episode because right now at the time you're listening to this recording, it's December 7th, 2021. We're in the midst of holiday season and I want to talk about dealing with caregiver stress or all the stresses during the holiday season. And for some of you, you may be just starting out with your family traditions or based on different uh, beliefs and religions, you may be starting some of your traditions. Or for others, it's coming down the pike really, really fast. So how are you doing with stress, especially during the holiday season? Because our stress levels can be a lot higher. So let's talk about a couple different scenarios here. For some caregivers, the holiday seasons may be just a joyful time and it lifts your spirits a little bit. It may be a nice distraction from the everyday thoughts of your loved one's diseases or our chronic conditions or illness or injuries. It feels good to care for your loved one too and enjoy time together, especially when you're celebrating family traditions. You may even have visitors or you get out a bit more with your loved one, enjoy family and friends. And so, especially if you felt isolated, I know 2020 was really hard for us and we couldn't leave because of the pandemic. This year, you may be able to. But for many of us, the holidays also bring added stress. And I use the word added because you always have your caregiver stress, but now you're adding more to your plate. There's even more to do during the holidays. And you may even be saying to yourself, something's got to give. I can't do all of this. I know for me, I love to decorate. And so I had last weekend, I did all of the decorations in the inside. And my husband did all of the decorations on the outside before he started his chemotherapy treatments. But now it's the shopping. It's all the shopping to do and and the pressures to get it all done. And then once you get it all done, you have all the wrapping to do and Christmas cards 
and much, much more. So I don't know what's on your plate, but those are kind of mine. My mom also needs to get her things done. And last year she could drive. This year with her vision, she can't drive anymore. So she uh, tomorrow I have to take her shopping so that she can finish her Christmas shopping. I know we'll I'll be over there probably next weekend doing baking of the cookies. So I'm also trying to figure out how to celebrate too with my husband Dennis safely. Uh, last year we had COVID, but this year Dennis is going through, he'll be in his second week or second round of chemotherapy treatment, and his blood levels are definitely compromising his immune system. And so what do we do to celebrate safely and not compromise his immune system? So I have to think through that. We may have to make the decision to stay back and decline invitations this year, which kind of makes me sad. And it's going to probably bring a different feeling of isolation or maybe even depression is going to set in because we can't be around as many people as we like to be around. Because I know my brother, he has a Christmas Eve celebration. Uh, my mom has a gathering with all of her, all of the grandkids and, and our uh, my siblings so that we can get together and I may have to go to that alone and Dennis may have to stay back. But I think what you want to think about, it's okay to give yourself a bit of a break too during this year. Um, I, what I want to go through are some tips to help you make it through the holiday season. And the goal is to find more joy and try to lessen your stress. And and I'm going to go through these and we'll, we'll go through all 10 of these. But I think what, what you're going to find is that it's going to spark some ideas for you. And all in all, you, you need to go ahead and just grant yourself grace, cut yourself some slack. And it's okay to not have all these high expectations when it comes to the holiday season. Because remember, it's all about joy and less stress. So the first one I want to share with you is focus on what is most meaningful to you and your loved one. I think there's always been this perfection thing when it comes to the holiday experiences. They put it on TV. They make everything look peachy keen. Remember that perfection is not the goal of the holidays. The meaning and joy are. And there are many factors we can't control when it comes to our loved one's health and our abilities. It reminds me of even when I was raising my kids, there was always one of my boys that was sick during the holiday season, and one of us always had to stay back. So it, it was kind of a letdown, but you may have to adjust your view of a successful holiday this year. Talk about prioritizing the holiday activities that hold the deepest meaning for you and focus on what feels necessary to produce that feeling and create good memories. It could be something as simple as a meal and making a fun meal and using the good dishes or something like that. And it doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. A number two gets into it. It's simplifying your holiday activities. If you're going all out for the holidays, it's going to push you over the edge this year. This year, Remember that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. If you can't put out all of your decorations, for example, just choose a few and put them out this year. You might ask a friend even to come over or pay somebody to put up your decorations. 
You can always rearrange your decorations once they are out too, if somebody puts them up for you. Or maybe if you're going all religious services feels like too much for you this year, choose one service or choose an off time to go to the service since uh, maybe your loved one has a hard time getting in and out. Also think about Christmas cards. And I haven't really decided yet on my Christmas cards this year. Uh, if I'm going to go out and do them. I've always done like a pictured one and had it done up and then mailed them out. It's so time consuming and the cost of stamps. So if you if that's too much for you, just try sending e-greeting cards this year. Many family caregivers also adjust the location of their celebrations and maybe you don't host this year and you go ahead and ha- ask somebody else to host this year or maybe you don't travel this year because of your loved one's condition. Maybe you have to think about that. Maybe you visit the your your family members after the holidays and you just do onesie twosie visits, that sort of thing. Number three tip is start new traditions. Instead of focusing on the losses or what you or your loved one aren't able to do this year, try something new. If your loved one has trouble getting around, maybe you drive them around and look at holiday lights or you watch a holiday concert on TV or you go to midnight mass and you watch it on TV instead. If you can't make it to a holiday gathering, maybe you ask them to video chat. We got really good at that last year during the pandemic, so why can't you do it this year? If your loved one is unable to participate in decorating this year, then maybe you do the decoration and they sit and visit you, or like I said before, you ask a friend. Or you start a holiday movie night tradition instead, or watch some old movies, um, old uh, videos or something that you've done. You got to get think creatively and do something different. A lot of, I know a lot of my Caregiver Cup communities can relate to this one. Number four is adjusting meals. I think about the holiday meal. Some of our loved ones is are not able to eat like they did in the past. Their diet restrictions or things that they can eat are limited now. I know food is a big part of the holidays, and it's especially difficult to think about changing mealtime traditions. And so maybe you have to think through what you're going to make based on your loved one's diet, or uh, your meals may have to be different this year as well because you don't have time to go ahead and fix the meal or you don't have all of the time and energy to do it. Or maybe you just have to go ahead and cancel it this year and be okay with it entirely. But here's some ideas. Maybe you simplify the meal. You just try fewer dishes or you just make one dish and ask everybody else to bring something. Uh, maybe you have uh, people grocery shop for you and you can may still make the meal, but you just need somebody to go get the groceries or you have them delivered or you actually order the meal and have it catered or pick, have it picked up instead so that you don't have to go ahead and 
and cook. I, I made that mistake at Thanksgiving time. I th- I don't know what possessed me to think that I could cook Thanksgiving after a week long of chemotherapy treatment. Or maybe you just go ahead and you go to a restaurant this year. You go do something different. But think through how you want to focus in on your meals ahead of time. Also, you may have to approach gift giving more efficiently this way. You know, think about that. It's it's such a big part of the tradition, but it can be costly and time consuming. First of all, time consuming. You have to do all the shopping. This year, I asked my kids to go ahead and create their list online. Uh, Amazon list or a list on uh, Target or wherever they wanted. And I said, send me the link and send me what you need. So all I have to do is I can go through their list, pick it, click it, have it delivered. Then I don't have to worry about going around and shopping for some sort of crazy toy or some sort of crazy shirt that I have no idea where to find it. So everything is a click and ship for me this year. Sure, there'll be some minor things that I'll shop, but 90% of mine will be online shopping. But also, gift giving may be financially stressful for you as well. You might not have the funding this year to do everything. So you may have to go ahead and look at a different type of budget. Uh, You may have to go ahead and try maybe giving the gift of time or attention or scheduling an outing at a later date, or maybe you go ask the family to exchange gifts this year, or do a, I think they call it a white elephant sale or a re-gifting exchange, or go to something more personable. Maybe you order a photo gift, like a photo mug or a photo pillow or a calendar or something like that. So it means more and you're still giving something that's really special. So think through that this year for yourself, because I know for me, for a fact, finances are going to be pretty tight for me this year. And so I'm going to have to cut back on my budget as well. Number six, number tip six tip, (laughs) if that's however you say it, anticipate holiday drama or holiday stressors or holiday hot buttons, whatever you want to call it. Are there holiday activities or toxic relatives that trigger stress or unhappy memories? Perhaps feelings of grief or loss overcome you are, are, are certain times of the day. You know, think about it. You know, think about, is there going to be something that's going to trigger you or set you off? And you're going to want to either prepare for it ahead of time and try to think about, I'm not going to let Susie Q bother me this year, or I'm going to respond this way. Or if there are things that are just too stressful for you, you want to minimize or eliminate the drama. And just have conversations with somebody in advance to say, if you can't do that, you know, just go ahead. And if you can't go there, then just saying, you know, I would love to accept your invitation, but we're not going to be able to this year. How about if we visit you after the holidays? You 
and you have to go ahead if if you are going to attend though mentally put yourself in a protective bubble almost letting negative energy bounce off of you without it hurting you or knowing you are distressing you so you're just going to want to kind of think through that there's always been family drama usually and somebody tells you that otherwise it's not true so um, cuz things do get stressful Number seven, though, is mind your mindset. And really negative thinking actually activates your body stress responses. So steer your mind to positivity when you start getting into that negative space. Try saying and concentrating on the present moment. Uh, try going ahead and, and thinking positive. I think the best way for me to do it too is to manage my mindset. I have to go ahead and really take care of myself first. And so you want to think about, you know, did I get a good night's sleep? And did I go ahead and get some activity in this morning? Maybe I listen to music more. Um, and focusing on, you know, the positive things rather than resenting you not being there or not being able to give a big enough gift. Focus on the holiday joys. Focus on the the great thing. Focus on the present. You're finally there together. You get to see somebody. Uh, I, I really, when I go ahead, I, I really lean into gratitude do your five things you're grateful for all all month and focus in on that and start training your brain to think positively, especially during this holiday season. Number eight, I kind of gave it away a little bit, but keep self-care at the top of your list. Uh, we give and give and give during this holiday time and we give even more. And all this giving can leave you run down and empty and having high levels of stress and and even going into the burnout piece. So be aware of your emotional up and downs. Pay attention to how tired you are, if you're foggy, if your inability to sit still, you know, pay attention to that because those are red flags that you need to go ahead and really take a break. So make sure all of the things, make sure you're getting plenty of rest, you're getting some exercise, you're eating right, you're staying hydrated, uh, you you know, don't lose sight of the fact that of those things that bring you joy. If you love to read, read. If you love to listen to music, listen to music. If you know a walk does you ex- really good, go go for a walk, you know, so that you can go ahead and be as healthy as you possibly can. Watch the triggers too, that you're not overeating, too much sugar, too much food that can bring you down. And if you are feeling depressed, remember the best medicine for feeling depressed is getting that vitamin D from sunlight or lighting. Um, this time of the year, seasonal depression sets in. Number nine, connect with other caregivers. You know, other caregivers are feeling the same way. I want to invite you to the Caregiver Cup community on Facebook. It's our Facebook group out there. Just search Caregiver Cup community. And we're always out there connecting with each other and connect and share your feelings and get tips from others on how they're 
making it through the holidays, surviving the holidays. If you're having some difficult time, reach out because I think it's an important piece to go ahead and saying you're not alone. Other caregivers are feeling the same way. Um, in the past, you might be sitting there. In the past, we would have went here and we would have went here and we we would have did this. Well, this year, yeah, it's more of a quiet piece and you're you're adjusting to that. It's a huge change. And number 10 is an important piece. Ask for help. Even if you don't normally do so, the holidays are a great time to get extra help. Even a few hours can be a huge relief for you. Remember, you're adding things to your plate. So family and friends can help with with holiday preparations or running errands. If you have to host, then do don't lose sight of the fact that you need to go ahead and saying, I need people to bring things or who can help me with the dishes or who can come and help me prep or take down things. Get the help. Get someone to maybe clean your house or catch up with the laundry. Family and friends are always saying, what can we do to help? It's an important piece to say, yeah, I do need help. Or maybe it's, hey, can you come and hang out with with my with my dad or my mom or my loved one uh, while I go ahead and get out for a little bit. Remember, you'll be happier if you can go with the flow and expect that there will be some delays. You you got to expect that there's going to be some sort of crisis or two, or maybe even a disappointment. So you have to kind of prepare yourself for that. To conclude, I want to just talk about sometimes the simplest celebrations are the best. In 2017, that was the year my dad was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer in September, and my husband was diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So that year in 2017, that Christmas was quieter. It was quieter. My husband and I spent a quiet Christmas Eve together. We just spent it together, um, watching movies, having a small dinner together. And then the following day, we drove to my parents' cabin through the beautiful snow, snowy scenery. And we just had a quiet ham dinner with my mom and dad together. And that Christmas was one of by far one of the most memorable Christmases I've ever had. It was sad, but it was also memorable because it was quiet, it was nice and warm. We had a nice meal and then we drove back. So it's okay to not have all the bells and whistles. Sometimes the quiet ones are the best. So the bottom line is that this time is precious. Holiday seasons should be precious. Savor the moments with your loved one and make good memories that you can cherish forever. They don't have to be all the bells and whistles and all of the valuable things that you, the gifts that you get and you think are the most valuable things when really the value comes down to being in the present and enjoying just the little things and embracing the small moments to find less stress and more joy. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Bye for now.